Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and are thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we will attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Welcome to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. For the last two episodes, we've been talking about how does one get started with enterprise architecture? We covered enterprise architecture context, budget, and resources, architecture governance, and architecture board. We talked about how to set up a team, what are the roles and skills required, and so on. And then in part two, we talked about how to pick an enterprise architecture framework. Today, let's talk about two things. First, how to measure maturity. And second, how to choose the first enterprise architecture project. Let's start with how to measure maturity. This is not a new concept. Maturity models have been there for a while now. But more than how to measure, what's important is what to measure. There are a number of things that you should measure, but let's just focus on two at the moment. Maturity of the enterprise from a transformation standpoint and maturity of the enterprise architecture capability. And these assessments should be done periodically. But that we'll talk about when we talk about architecture development method someday. For now, let's focus on how we can measure and why. Let's start with why. Before we decide what enterprise architecture project we are going to be doing, it is very important to gauge whether we'll be successful in this project or not. And one very important factor in the success or failure of the project is being able to understand whether the organization will be able to transform as per plan or not. Most enterprise projects are large and transformational. They change the very fabric of the enterprise, and that's why they are called enterprise architecture projects. While there is a technology component to it most of the times, these changes also bring about a cultural change. For example, there must have been a time when emails would have replaced office memos. Sure, it was a technological change, but it was also a change in the mindset. Instead of sending out a written memo through post or via fax, People had to get used to sending out and receiving memos and messages using email. It applies everywhere. And again, enterprise architecture projects don't always have to be about technology. Sometimes it is a huge business change. Let's take the example of an acquisition. I was a part of an acquisition once where the company I was working for had acquired a small organization and I was the first one to represent the acquiring organization to go talk to them and help them understand the offshoring model. I was met with quite a lot of resistance. It was a very learning experience. My point here is transformation isn't just about systems. It is also about people and how they adapt to the changes. If the organization, its people, its systems, its processes are not ready to adapt to the transformational changes, the project is bound to fail. It is very important to assess if we as an organization are ready for the transformational journey that we are about to embark upon. Now let's talk about how we can assess this transformational readiness of organizations. Maturity models. For those who have not worked with maturity models, these are a matrix of elements and competencies. 
on the x-axis you have competency levels 0 1 2 3 4 and 5 and on the y-axis you have elements depending on what you are assessing the enterprise needs to first define how they are going to assess the organization's transformation readiness what would be the criteria some sample criteria and i'm taking this from the toga framework 9.2 would be vision desire willingness and resolve need for the transformation business case funding sponsorship and leadership governance accountability workable approach and execution model IT capacity to execute, the enterprise's capacity to execute, and finally, enterprise's ability to implement and operate the transformation. These are the elements of the maturity model. Now, for each element, you must define what it means for the enterprise to be at level zero, one, two, three, four, and five. So to take an example, if you want to define the first element, which is say, vision, Level zero would mean there is no vision. What would level one vision look like? Let's say you could define it as there is a general idea that the operational costs of the organization are increasing and something needs to be done in that regard. That's a very vague description of the vision and that's where we are when we are at level one. What would a level five vision look like? The leadership and the architecture team, along with the implementation organizations, have a clear alignment on the increasing operational costs. It is very well understood and documented as to which parts of the enterprises are more expensive with rising operational costs. And there is a clear path about how we are going to remediate the situation through transformational innovation and operational efficiencies. That is a level five vision. Now, this is a vague example from the top of my head, but you get the idea. This was the definition of level zero, one, and five for the first element, vision. This needs to be done for each element that you decide to use as a criteria for assessment, and the description needs to be provided for all the six levels. Once this is done, you do an assessment of your enterprise based on these definitions. The results of the assessment will tell you how agile, flexible, and ready your organization is for the transformation in question. This will help you identify the gaps that make your organization rigid, inflexible, and hence fragile. And by the way, this same approach can be used to measure your enterprise architecture capabilities maturity level as well. In fact, there's something called an architecture capability maturity model, ACMM in short, created by the US Department of Commerce. You will find details if you do a quick internet search for DOC, ACMM. But in a sense, it has nine elements that provide a criteria based on which you'll assess the maturity of your EA capabilities, maturity. The elements defined by the Department of Commerce Architecture Capability Maturity Model are architecture process, architecture development, business linkage, senior management involvement, operating unit participation, architecture communication, IT security, architecture governance, IT investment and acquisition strategy. Just like the enterprise transformation readiness assessment, you need to define the meaning of these elements for each level, zero, one, two, three, four, and five. 
and perform an assessment of your architecture capability. Once you've done these two, you would know how mature your architecture capability is and how ready your organization is for any large transformational initiative. This could give you a fairly good idea of how ambitious your first initiative should be. Remember, you only get one opportunity to make your first impression, and first impressions usually last. I'm not saying that they can't be changed, but do you really want to take the chance? Now, if your organization's transformational readiness is low and you are a new enterprise architecture team, pick an initiative that is low cost, has a high chance of success, and delivers some value directly to the most important stakeholders, by the way. Understand, what your most important stakeholders need, especially the ones who are going to make a decision about whether or not your enterprise architecture capability gets the necessary funding it needs to survive. I know it sounds a little unintellectual, but pick the low-hanging fruits and deliver quickly. I know what you're thinking. All this talk about transformational innovation and operational efficiencies, and, and finally, what do we do? We pick a low-hanging fruit. The idea is to first establish credibility of the team and make it sustainable. Once your architecture capability is sustained, has the necessary funding for the foreseeable future, and has the backing of the important stakeholders, you can get ambitious and pick more transformational initiatives. In one of the future episodes, we'll talk about managing stakeholder expectations. I'm focusing on the technical aspects of the enterprise architecture now, but I give more importance to the soft skills required by the enterprise architect than the technical skills. Skills such as leadership, assertiveness, clear communication, managing conflicts and expectations, and so on. But more about that later. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. More about innovation, enterprise architecture, and how we can implement these ideas in the practical world, in the business, right here on this show. Do not forget to subscribe. Thank you for telling your friends about the show and supporting us. If you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, feel free to write to me directly. We also have a Telegram group. And if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions there, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Or the URL to join the group is https colon slash slash t.me slash Enterprise Architecture Radio. I'm very easy to find on LinkedIn as well. You can find all my contact details in the show notes. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.